Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey and in today's episode I'll be getting to know Natasha Davis, who is a branding strategist and corporate trainer. She's also certified as an expert in email and social media marketing and branding and is a speaker and author. So Natasha, hello and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Hello, hello. Thank you so much, Tom. Definitely looking forward to dropping some golden nuggets. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we like on this podcast. And, and and just out of interest for everyone listening, whereabouts in the world are you right now? Well, I am in Georgia in the area of Atlanta, and we refer to it as Hotlanta. So I'll have to go one day. Um, incredible. Thank you so much. And I just want to just share a little bit more about you before we get started. So Natasha has authored and published three books on personal and company branding strategy, and her clients affectionately refer to her as the chief visionary. Because of her ability to quickly identify issues, find solutions, and get results and improve outcome. The title for today's episode is Seven Strategies for Highly Effective Branding, and Natasha is going to show us how to do these in just seven minutes. So question number one for you today is, who are your ideal clients? So our ideal clients are business owners who are really working to grow their business, but they constantly realize that they're not hitting their targets, not hitting their margins. They feel like a human hamster on a wheel. They're striving to be efficient. They're striving to be effective and they're striving to be profitable giving it everything they have. However, they keep showing up in the same place. Um, And so that may look like uh, consultants, that may look like other service providers, IT companies, HVAC companies, things of that nature. That's generally where our clients look like. We've worked with medical, in the medical space as well. Um, And so that's where our sweet spot is. Uh, We hang out with a lot of service-based companies. Why? Because it is the hardest thing to present a service to make it look like a tangible, consumable product. And that's what we specialize in is helping those people to position their service to look and feel like a product, easy, easy to consume. Amazing. Love that. And you may well have just answered the next question, but what would you say is typically the biggest challenge for these businesses right now? Right now, today, as we stand, the biggest challenge is one is time and speed. Mm -hmm. The second issue is efficiency. So a company that needs to get their product out, there's a time issue and there's a speed issue, right? And then, of course, we have this efficiency issue. And so, therefore, a lot of challenges that companies are faced with small medium and large, those are the big issues. Am I putting my brand and my message and my product and my service out at the right time? You know, am I doing it with the right speed and the right frequency? And then also, am I also hitting those points? Like, am I even performing? Like, what are we doing, right? And so a lot of times we find that businesses struggle with just clearly understanding the sequence, uh, clearly understanding what they're doing, and most importantly, what, what they should not be doing what they should not be doing. It's really important. Yeah, because sometimes you can be tempted to 
get involved in the latest marketing campaign or the latest initiative but yeah we should yeah. stay focused keep productive keep efficient yeah. absolutely exactly exactly and and i guess this time issue this speed issue this productivity issue if if they don't get this right and they don't nail this what Im- impact can that have on their business Wow, that's going to affect their customer acquisition. Mm -hmm. It's going to affect also the brand equity that they possibly can garner in the industry. And of course, it's going to affect their bottom. We are in business, uh, we make money, which is rate the business off of revenue. And so when a company doesn't put an eye on all of these important things, time, speed, performance, all that. We're losing the possibility of achieving the profit margin. And it is the profits that we need in order to grow and to scale and to achieve those new market uh, marks and those milestones. If we sell pencils, selling the one pencil, I made revenue, but did I actually make a profit? And that is where a lot of businesses get stuck. I sold, I sold, I sold, money's in the bank, but it's not enough for me to even grow, let alone for me to even step outside the line. Right. Yeah. Or, or sometimes pay myself as a business owner. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a big thing, Tom. Not yeah. paying yourself. I'm like, oh no, that needs to stop. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So, any business owner listening right now that starts to think this sounds like me, what's that one piece of advice that you might give them to really help them solve this problem? You know, the one piece of advice I would give is making sure there's a clear understanding between strategy and tactics. It's two different mm-hmm. things. Strategy is what you do when you're working on the business. Tactics is when you're working in the business. Often, all too often, business owners, small business owners, startups, you know, solopreneurs, just so focused on working in the business, they never get to being on the business. Hence, they never hit the revenue goals that they're uh, striving for. So the first thing is to be clear about what's the difference between strategy and tactics. Are you working on it or are you working in it? and knowing the percentage of time that you're spending. Most often, they don't spend any time on the business. They just work, 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 do, 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 chase the next client, chase the next contract, chase, 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 but they never put systems in place to grow the business. Growth comes from strategically thinking about how am I gonna move this company forward? One really quick question on the back of that. Is strategic thinking something you do annually, monthly, or is it something you should be doing all the time? So most people hear that you only do strategic planning once a year, once every two or three years. In actuality, you develop the plan for two years ahead and you're looking at the strategy. You're looking at what you're doing every month and you're measuring the outcomes, not only every quarter, but also every year. And so looking at the strategy has to be something you do. Every decision that a business owner is making each day should be in alignment with the strategy. If it's not in alignment with the strategy, then why are we doing it? So therefore, the decision was made haphazardly. It was not made with any intention. Every decision should be tied to the strategy. Is what I'm doing right now, is what I'm about to say yes to right now, helping me to execute the strategy so I can get closer to my end goal? Here's a quick principle I'd like to share, Tom. Mm -hmm. Every, every time we say yes to something, we are effectively saying no to something else. And every time we say no, we're effectively saying yes. The key is to be very in tune to what exactly are you saying yes and no to. 
Yeah. And having that strategic plan as the map allows you to make those decisions um, throughout the year. So, yeah, really important. Thanks so much for answering that uh, additional question there. So yeah. for anyone listening then that does want to get more strategic, they want to work on their brand or business, where would you point them so they can get access to some free resources, training videos, etc.? Absolutely. I would encourage people to go to NatashaDavisVisionary.com. That's NatashaDavisVisionary.com. Over there, there is a plethora of resources and information. There is a free tools, templates. Uh, there's also trainings. There's um, the IBC Academy is over there. You can go and get some really great uh, DIY courses to help move the business forward. Oftentimes, small businesses are scared to access certain services because the fear that it may cost more than they can afford, right? However, the best thing that a company can do is make small incremental investments in the business on the self so that the company can move forward. We can't keep saying we don't have enough money. In order to make more money, we have to make an investment to do what? To get a return on it. And that's what I like to say. If you don't make an investment, don't expect a return. So a basic investment could be just spending time getting access to resources. If you can get access to free resources, by all means, take it. Take it and run with it and apply it. But then the goal is to grow the business so that it can afford to access some of those paid resources on those different levels. But a bunch of free resources is on NatashaDavisVisionary.com. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And what, what I'll do is I'll put a link in the show notes. So people can click on that and they can go and get hold of those free or paid resources from you. Yes, yes, yes. So um, you've obviously had a, a journey that you've been on in, in business. And <laughs> yes. what would you say is one of the biggest mistakes you've made or failures you've made or, or things that you've learned along the way? Oh my God, we only have what, seven minutes? I don't think I can share all the mistakes. Just one. <laughs> all right, let's pick one big one. Yeah. All right, because we, we make so many mistakes, but we learn and grow from them. Um, one of the biggest mistakes I made when I first entered into the business space, entrepreneur space, is I went and I borrowed money. I borrowed money to, uh, to run the business, get the business started. But that was a huge mistake. And the reason why that was a mistake was because when I went and borrowed the money, I never had a plan for what I was going to do with each dollar, how I was going to deploy it so that I could do what? Get a return on my investment. Yeah. I was just happy to get the money. You know, people don't lend you money to park it in the bank so you can look at it. People lend you money so that you can grow the business, make the investment in and grow the business. And that was a big mistake. I borrowed money. So therefore, I didn't respect where that money really came from. I then put my company in debt as a startup because I have to pay that money back, right? And I never had a plan for how I was going to deploy each dollar and building it to the point I could get a return on an investment for each dollar that I deployed. That was a big mistake. So I actually don't encourage people to unnecessarily borrow money because if you borrow money, you've already put the company in debt. That means now you're accountable to who you need to pay, not to the vision of the business or to the plan. Yeah, perfect. Great, great um, thinking. And I guess a lot of this will come back to that strategic thinking as well. You know, don't go get don't get cash and go straight to tactics, you know, mm-hmm. pause mm-hmm. for a second, think about strategic planning mm-hmm. and then build tactics on the back of that. And, and exactly. So last question from me today is what is the one question that I should have asked you today that will also bring some great value to our audience? Question I should have asked is how do you build a team? <laughs> Absolutely. Great, great question. And for people starting out, you know, and they're thinking about expanding, how do you build a team? So the quick, clean 
way to build a team is to hire your weakness first. Most people in small business, they start out with hiring what society says they should hire. You should get an assistant. You should get an operations. You should get this. You should get an accountant. You should get a this. You should get a that. When you're first starting out and your company is lean, okay, it's lean and you're trying to grow it. You want to control costs. and But you also need to scale. You need to scale rapidly. Build momentum quickly. The way you build momentum is one, is be true to help. Here's where my weakness is. And you go and you hire your weakness. First, just because you are the founder of the company doesn't mean that you have to also be the marketer, doesn't mean that you have to be the accountant and all of that. If you are not good with money, but you're great with marketing, then you should be the founder and over marketing and you go and hire somebody over the money. So just because you're the owner and founder doesn't mean that you have to be over the money. You have to be over certain things because society said that's what you should do. No. You hire your weakness because people pay you for your strengths. They don't pay you for your weaknesses. Hire your weakness first. Absolutely great advice. And thank you so much, Natasha, for that today. I really appreciate you coming along and sharing such great value with our audience. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.